This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 921, Why Lindsay Cried in Nicaragua. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. What is a language breakdown and what makes it happen? How can you make sure that you transform your next language breakdown into connection? Hear Lindsay's story today directly from her experience in Nicaragua. Hey, Jessica, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. How are you? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, normal life, Portland stuff. <laughs> But you just got back from a crazy adventure. I did. I just had a crazy adventure in Nicaragua, and it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it was hot. It was sticky. It was humid. It was bright. Lots of sunshine and crazy activities, <laughs> but I survived. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you did something on a volcano? What was that about? Yeah, I went volcano boarding, which is something that sounds really crazy, right? Especially when you're talking yeah. about hiking to the top of an active volcano. And when oh we got God. to the top of it, the winds were insane. It was insane. Uh, and then we just bombed down the volcano on a board, basically. Um, so I didn't go very fast myself. Like I kept it to under 20 kilometers per hour. But the fastest guy in our group was like 75 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Jeez, man. Did, yeah. Were there any injuries? Like did or no. everybody was fine? Everybody was fine. Usually it's a lot worse. Like the anticipation was so much worse. I was totally yeah. freaked out when we got to the top and I could hardly hear the instructions in the wind was blowing so hard Jeez. and I just felt like things were really casual and you know I was like well I'm about to bomb down a <laughs> volcano I'm am I gonna die here in Nicaragua like what's going on <laughs> you know my so James and I just started watching this show called brain games James uh -huh. is like he's very into science he loves these types of shows yeah and it was talking about there's this whole episode on fear yeah. and it's not actually the 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 thing itself that causes fear it's the anticipation it's oh. the Build up. It's the this thing you create in your mind. Oh that, my god! That gosh. is the fear. It's not the actual like event itself. That is so true. That's relevant to that day because there was such a build up. There was such a build up the days before the tr the the event, the activity, and then the ride out into the volcano, and then hiking yeah. the volcano, and the instructions, right. and let's go visit this crater first, and let's do this. Oh, <laughs> let's just get it done. Let's just get it done. <laughs> just get it over with, so I know I'm not dead. Yeah, exactly. And then when I finish. I could have a beer and relax and I felt good. Ugh. I felt good. Very dirty though, like volcano dust in the ears and the feet oh, and everywhere. <laughs> That's insane. Oh God. That is like that is a once in a lifetime experience. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you should see our photos. We had to wear these jumpsuits that kind of look like uh like 
like uh, fat versions of like what a what a prisoner would wear. They were orange, <laughs> but they were like really strong and thick. But they were super big, so I looked like I weighed a hundred <laughs> or two hundred pounds. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm picturing like sumo wrestler like prison suits yeah. happening. Oh, it was so crazy. Yeah, it was so crazy. But before we get, so I think you made a good point earlier, Jessica, when you said that you know fear comes more from the envisioning of the experience, not the actual yeah. experience. And I feel like that plays into language too, especially sure. when there's some kind of a language breakdown, you know. But before we get into that, Jessica, I want to remind our listeners about a couple of important things coming up here, right? Yes. So so we have our Urban Immersion Adventures this summer. Jessica, you're going to be joining me in Boston. Is that right? Woohoo! Yeah, I'm yeah. planning on it already. I it's know. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I mean, last summer, uh, guys, I don't know if you remember us talking about this, but it was... It was incredible. I mean, we're talking about life, like changing experiences, right? Like yeah. once in a lifetime experiences. Th- that is included. Oh. That experience, like just personally for me in Boston, that was amazing. And I know it was yes. for the students as well. It was. I mean, we literally had some feedback from one particular student who said that the experience literally changed his life and he's coming back again this summer. So that is the coolest oh my God, thing. So that awesome. is the coolest thing. But guys, <laughs> you don't want to miss out on this because the prices are going up again on April. April 1st. Okay. So that is the ultimate deadline before the price hikes up again. So you want to get your application in at allersenglish.com forward slash immersion. That's I-M-M-E-R-S-I-O-N. Get it in before April 1st. Yeah, guys, don't miss out on this. Don't yes. like wait until after April 1st. Don't keep putting it off. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, it's the summer. But, you know, I, I have I have some months yet to do mm-hmm. this. Do it now so you yes. can put it in your calendar. Look forward to it. Get yes. that positive anticipation going, yeah. right? <laughs> like we're talking about like the fear anticipation. That's not this. This is like this is something that can motivate you daily to to include more English in your life because you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go on this like immersion adventure in yeah. Boston or New York, so I'm gonna sort of put an uptick in my language. Yeah, language. it could cause you to like really increase, uh, set the bar higher for yourself before you yeah. get here, and you could end up being a totally different speaker by the end of the program. Such a good idea for sure. Such a good yeah. idea, and 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 uh-huh. save money, like save do money. it before yeah, April first. Exactly, 1st. <laughs> exactly. Save money. Go ahead, get in the program, get your spot, book your flight, get your you know people have already started booking their location, their reservations, their Airbnbs. So grab a spot and grab the best places to stay in Boston and New York now while you still can, guys. All right, cool. It's going to be incredible. And then we also have one other thing we want to mention. What's coming up in April is what, Jessica? Where are we going? (laughs) Tokyo! We are going to Tokyo. I actually got a guidebook for Tokyo because I'm so excited. It's this, it's just what we were talking about before, that positive motivation, right? (laughs) Awesome. So it's encouraging me to also learn more. Guys, Lindsay and I are coming to Tokyo to do, this is a groundbreaking first live international Mm -hmm. event for All Ears English. Like, this is historical, you guys. Mm -hmm. And I think the part I'm, (laughs) one of the parts I'm most looking forward to is the live podcast recording. You guys can be in the audience, participate in the episode with us. Mm -hmm. It's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be so cool. And it's coming up soon, right? Because this episode yeah. is coming out around, I believe, the end of March. And you guys want to sign up right now. So go over. You know, the spots are filling up. The spots are now filled for Kizuna VIP. But there are yeah. still spots left in Kizuna level, which if you choose that level, you will be able to attend the happy hour in the live podcast recording, guys. 
cool. All right. So go on over there to allearsenglish.com forward slash Tokyo and get your spot. Cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we, so Lindsay, um, I believe you wanted to share a story with our listeners today. Um, Kind of a vulnerable moment for you. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I feel good about this sharing this because I think this will help a lot of our listeners. I also feel a little bit scared about sharing it because it's vulnerable. I'm going to tell you guys about yeah. a breakdown that I had. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, what do, we have this term in English, a nervous breakdown, right? What does yeah. that actually mean, Jessica, in English? A nervous breakdown is when you lose control (laughs) over your emotions. Like you feel like the moment is completely out of your control. So Mm -hmm. you panic. Um, Often tears are involved. Mm -hmm. And it's just a complete, (laughs) it's just losing control and panicking completely. Exactly. Exactly. So let's take that concept and let's call this a language breakdown, right? So (laughs) this is nothing that's going to end up, put us in the hospital, nothing like that, guys. But this was a little mini crisis that I had that if I think that if you guys tune in today and pay attention to the anatomy of this language breakdown, why this happened, what the factors were that created it, it could help mm. you guys to normalize this and also to know what to do if it happens to you. Because I know awesome. this happens to our listeners. I We get questions about this kind of thing all the time, Jessica. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, this is sort of the extreme example of mm. when you guys lose control in any conversation and yep. you stop communicating, right? Exactly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that was so hard about this language breakdown I had was that it happened on the last day in Nicaragua. So I had been speaking for a long time, speaking well, but all of a sudden that day, what I could do the day before, I couldn't do. I just couldn't listen. I couldn't seem to understand. I hit like this brick wall. And that's the part that's hardest about this. That has totally happened to me before yeah. when I've been living in other countries, Spanish-speaking countries. Yep. Uh, some days I am on fire, man. I'm yeah. like, I'm fine. I'm just like making yeah. jokes and chatting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the next day, <laughs> I can't understand a thing. <laughs> like it is just not a good Spanish day. <laughs> it's so frustrating because we think that our language progress should be linear. But I found right. that it's not always linear, guys. It's not linear. And we and this hopefully this episode will inspire our listeners to know that. That and be okay with that. All right. So that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any true progress, it's it's not linear. Not it's linear. recursive. Yeah. You, you take a step back, two steps forward, mm-hmm. three steps sideways. And yeah. guys, that is normal, right? I think, like Lindsay said, just just knowing that there will be tough days will help you to deal with them better. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to tell our listeners exactly what happened here. Go real deep into this. And then we're going to break down the five kind of pieces of this breakdown, the reasons that I think it happened, the things that contributed to it so that our listeners can watch out for those things when this happens awesome. to them. All right. Sound good? Perfect. Okay. Yes. Perfect. So so <laughs> the deal was during our trip to Nicaragua, I was traveling with a friend and my friend is, is good at listening. Her level is not as high as me in Spanish, but she's a good listener. Her listening's mm-hmm. good, but she doesn't like to speak. So Throughout the entire, pretty much the whole program, most of the um, time in Nicaragua, I was the primary speaker, but I actually liked that. (laughs) I liked that. I liked um, being the one to speak and to connect. I I like verbal expression in general. I think we both do, Jessica. Um, And so I being like, and being sort of a leader and helping out the people around you. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. So I was settled in that role. Like I was comfortable. That was like my zone of genius. And my friend had her other zones of genius. Like um, she's really good at navigating directions and neighborhoods and she knew exactly where to go and I I would have had no idea how to get back to our Airbnb like 
anytime. <laughs> Directions yeah. are definitely not my zone of genius either. <laughs> so the concept was we had our zones of genius and we were working within them and that worked great. So the day that this happened, we had rented a car on very last day in Nicaragua and we had driven all around the highlands, right? And I was the one who drove because I could, I was the only one who could drive stick shift. So I had taken oh, wow. on and, you know, driving in Nicaragua is different from driving in the States, right? I'd imagine. You're dealing with all <laughs> kinds of crazy things coming out at you in the road. But by the yeah. time we got to Managua, we were going to the airport to return the car and we needed to get a ride to our hotel. And it was only uh-huh. four minutes away. But what happened where the breakdown occurred was that we had an exchange with the woman at the rental car company and I was completely lost, right? some I could have had that conversation the day before, but for some reason that day, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't get what oh, she was saying. Crazy. Yeah. So it was like there was, it, did you feel sort of paralyzed? Paralyzed. Like, mm-hmm. This was completely out of your control. Like she was, she might as well have been speaking like Martian Chinese, or something. German, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Russian. I mean, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't hold up in that conversation. And there are five things that I think created that. So let's dive into it. Okay. All right. So the first thing, you know, on this show, Jessica, we've talked about frames, right? Mm-hmm. And like, what have we said about frames? Like expectations of what the person's going to say to us. Exactly. So this is something that I, I studied a lot when I was yeah. doing the the applied linguistics masters was creating a script. Like everybody mm-hmm. has scripts in their head and that's yes. sort of a shortcut for teachers yes. to help students quickly is to help them access the script for any uh, situation, right? Yeah. So you know what happens. You've rented a car in your own language. You've been mm-hmm. into a restaurant in your own language. Mm-hmm. What is usually said? What questions mm-hmm. are asked? and answered Mm -hmm. because probably it's going to be those same questions and answers Mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. in another language. Exactly. I love it. So that's why this is so important. And in this case, the script was a little bit different. We had actually already returned the car and it wasn't regarding our exchange wasn't actually about returning the car. It was about we had gone back and we had asked the woman to make a phone call for us because we were trying to get our our shuttle from the hotel to come and pick us up. But my frame, the frame of mine and my expectations were loaded around being in Managua because people had uh, warned us about arriving there at night and it was night. Um, there had been like, we had been having conversations around, let's make sure we get there during the day. So it's safe. Um, people had said, you know, just be careful when you're there. Don't, you know, there were also taxi drivers kind of following us around the airport. And so there was a certain energy that was making me a little bit fearful. Like I've traveled to Colombia, I've traveled to different relatively, you know, risky places, but for some reason I had this, this idea that I was going to be taken advantage of. And that's always that's that's always there yep. if you're in a different place. Whether yep. it's like this fear of being taken advantage of, or this f- like mm-hmm. you you had named the fear already, or other people had named it for you. I think yep. there's a general anxiety when we're in a new place because you mm-hmm. don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But other people had layered onto that for you, being like, okay, well, yep. expect <laughs> to expect you know maybe yep. some violence at the worst, <laughs> and maybe at the least somebody's gonna steal your money. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. So when you come into a scenario expecting something, but you get something totally different, it throws you off. Right. So this is kind of the danger when we teach our listeners to have frames. And I think it's good to have frames, but also know that our frames and our, our scripts could be completely wrong. 
Well, yeah, that the connection part is so important. Uh, yeah. On the so like on the on our other podcast on IELTS Energy, we've been talking about um, writing templates and versus writing flexibility and how both are important. Mm. That it's the same idea here, right? Yeah. Yes, it is necessary to have scripts in your head. Your mm-hmm. brain needs to be warmed up. You need to have uh, realistic expectations mm-hmm. and ideas of what you're going to do. But at the same time. If you don't connect with that speaker and truly listen or truly be present Mm -hmm. in the situation, then you're going to miss something. You're going to get lost and and then a breakdown (laughs) will happen. (laughs) And then the tears start flowing. (laughs) That is what happens. And then you cry. And then you just break down and cry. And that's the breakdown, right? So, so, I mean, in this case, what did happen was we went up and as usual, I was the one that was going to ask the question. I was going to ask, you know, could you make this phone call to our hotel so we can order the shuttle? And mm-hmm. what she said to me in Spanish was that, oh, they're going to charge you. I'll just have my guy. She said, I'll, I'll call, you know, the expression chaval, mi chaval. Like, I understood that. She said oh, that. Okay. But what I thought she was trying to do was have me use their service and charge me for or charge me more. I just had that assumption. Oh, and there were definitely oh, some okay. some stereotypes there. I admit it for sure. Um, yeah. But that's what came to my mind. That's just what because all because of all this energy around coming to Managua. And but actually what she was doing was she's trying to help us out she was she was she actually ended up giving us a free ride she called her guy and he we jumped in his car and he brought us for free to the hotel which is just four minutes away so so i missed it i completely just overrode what she was saying based on what i thought she should be saying or would be saying Hey guys, if you love the show, be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast player so that you never miss a single episode and leave us a review in iTunes. Tell us what you want to learn on the show and we'll announce your name. Thanks guys. That's amazing. So it's it's like, so instead of Instead of connecting, like mm-hmm. y- you were mm-hmm. in your head about other stuff and oh, you yeah. thought you heard things that actually weren't said. Exactly. But I could see why, though. I mean, yeah. not only are you in a different place, it's night, people have given you warnings. Yeah. But there's also something to be said also like for a- approaching the situation as a woman. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's and true. And there's an mm-hmm. extra layer of fear for women, even though you were with friends. Yeah. Yeah. Women traveling and then having to get into some dude's car that yeah, <laughs> you don't but know. That's, that's so true. <laughs> exactly. I was really heightened. I was really heightened. And and so that was kind of the first piece. It's about okay. frames, expectations. But you're right. We do have to be careful, especially as a woman. And that's where it got all confused. And then there's another piece that I think created this language breakdown, and it's around identity. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I liked the idea that I was the one speaking Spanish for us. Like I, it gave uh. me a confidence boost and I had this idea that, okay, this is the value that I bring to this trip. <laughs> We're right. getting real vulnerable here with our listeners. And, and this is probably a confidence issue for me that I need to work on. But my idea was like, okay, this is my zone of genius. This is what I do right. for us in this trip. And all of a sudden when that was stripped to me from me, I didn't yes. have that anymore. And it created a real like confidence, like drop. Does that make sense? 
Oh, completely. That mm. happens to that's something that I need to work on as well. <laughs> I think well, we all define ourselves in certain ways. Yeah. Right. And that's that's how we can handle the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you if you just throw yourself out there and you have no idea of who you are or what you stand for, like yeah. you can't be in a situation. You don't know mm-hmm. how to be. Yeah. But <laughs> At the same time, like having having strong identity is is definitely important. Be knowing your strengths and being confident is definitely important. But that's also something I've noticed about myself. If this perceived <laughs> strength is challenged, yeah, all of a sudden I access this total insecurity <laughs> and like, and then I get angry and or sad because I'm like this. Stuff, but I'm the person. Like I right, right. should know that. And like instead of being able to be flexible, then you just freeze up because you're like, oh, yeah. well, if I'm not that, who am I? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think the takeaway for our listeners on this part of the whole anatomy of this breakdown identity, guys, is that just realize that you're so much more than just an English speaker. You bring yeah. so much more to the adventures, to the encounters, to the groups that you're in than just being able to speak, right? It's it's about your atmosphere. Completely. It's about how you treat people. It's about a lot of different things. Let's not put ourselves in this little box and say, this is what I do. This is what I contribute. And then it won't be so bad when we just don't get it at one moment. Exactly. And it's, I think also, Looking at your looking at a strength as how you deal with adversity as well, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah, like n- when you do start realizing that, like, okay, if I'm challenged, I break down. <laughs> so how can I fix that? How can I get past that when it happens? So yep. when you are able to face a challenge to your identity with strength, with flexibility, then that's another strength, right? Yes. Then you yeah. could look back and be like oh my God, like I handled that really well. It's yeah. sort of this idea of like coming away as a bigger person. For sure. You know what I mean? Like being yep. able to rise above your perceived inadequacy when it's mm-hmm. not an inadequacy. Everybody yeah. has tough days, you guys. <laughs> right. And everybody, ha- nobody is 110% perfect at anything. Exactly. And like and every every situation like that that is uncomfortable is a learning opportunity, right? Oh, completely. And so, like this episode today came out of this experience of Lindsay's, which which is a learning opportunity now for her and all of you guys. Yeah, so, love it. I think also just the flexibility portion of these last of these uh, first two steps mm. is is really the key. Yeah, it's a lot about being kind of supple and able to move and come back from things, and it's it's really a it's a skill that we can build. It's definitely a skill that we can build um, as long as we can take that first step and recognize when it's happening and that we need to work on it for sure. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And then there are three other things that I think contributed to this breakdown real quick. So we'll just, we'll just go through them real quick. And so the the third thing I think was the speaking speed. So this is more of an objective thing, right? So we had been in Ometepe Island, which is like this uh, relaxed island. A uh, small island, like population 25,000, whatever, a small place. We had mm-hmm. been in Leon, which is a city, but it's got a, a slower pace. And then we got to Managua and people were speaking a lot faster, right? So, sure. so I could have recognized, I could have expected faster speaking speed, but I guess I, I wasn't thinking about it, you know? So it caught me yeah. off guard. Mm-hmm. I think... So taking this, taking a step back, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of, that's the first way I think to deal with this. This yeah. for all three of these steps we've mentioned so far, 
first taking a step back, looking mm-hmm. at the fra- looking at the situation and thinking, okay, the frame in my head is not working. Like this is <laughs> it, this is not what I expect, and just recognize that, right? Mm-hmm. And then the identity portion again, taking a step back and saying, okay, well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is making me feel um, self conscious right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, just take a step back and recognize that, and then yeah. and then be active about it, right? Yeah. First just accept the situation as it is in the present Mm -hmm. and then react to it slowly. Slow down the situation. I think we've mentioned other phrases in previous shows about how to slow down the situation to understand the speaker and connect. And this is the point in the framework when you can do that, right? Mm. When you could just... You can just stop the situation and start over. Just exactly. Go, okay. Let me just, first yeah. of all, can you slow down a little bit? I'm right. going to just repeat my first question and start exactly. again. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with asking no, someone to yeah. slow down. You know, it's it's possible to do, guys. But we just, we get into this uh, this fast kind of like um, snowball effect, right? And, yeah, exactly. And, 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 but I think that today, you know, if our listeners know what to look out for, then they'll be able to slow that down, as you said, Jessica. I mean, another factor here is the mindset. My mindset at the time of this conversation or my readiness for this conversation. I mean, this happened in the evening around 7 p.m. I was tired. Mm -hmm. I was depleted from this vacation of like crazy adrenaline pumping activities. Um, (laughs) Volcanoes. I I had been like, I had been driving about eight hours that day with a stick shift and a tiny car that I wasn't totally comfortable in that car because it was like a toy car. It was like a Suzuki. (laughs) It would have crushed in like 10 seconds if we had gotten into an accident. So I was nervous about it, right? And then, you know, you're driving on the roads there's chickens there's dogs there's beat up cars that you're trying to pass you're trying to pass a bus and the bus has got like um like a exhaust in your face and there are motorbikes without headlights there are crazy things hot day rain windy curves so all of that actually does like i think we we should realize how much those things weigh on our mind and they make us tired they really do so if we're going to go into a conversation and expect the same performance after a day like that then we're fooling ourselves right we have to check in with ourselves. Like, where am I right now in terms of my readiness for this conversation? So I think, so I think that's another message, right? Mm -hmm. That's coming out of this is first the flexibility. Yeah. But being Mm self-aware, right? Mm -hmm. Being okay, being honest with yourself and the person you're talking to. So here's the connection part. So first connect with yourself, Mm -hmm. be like, I'm tired, man. That is okay. <laughs> right. And so that yeah. is why, and this is sort of why it's the fourth step, like being like, mm-hmm. okay, so that's why the previous three things are bothering me. Like yeah. that's why that stuff mm-hmm. happened. Cause mm-hmm. I'm tired. That is yeah. fine. And then maybe con- connect that to the other person, right? Like after sure. starting the conversation over, you could be like, <laughs> listen, I've been driving for eight hours today. <laughs> right. um, could you give me a moment? Maybe like get a drink of water and <laughs> come back and start right. over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that connection, I love that you're bringing that in here. I could have just, I could have shared, like I've been all over the country today in a, in a stick shift car, <laughs> a tiny Suzuki car, and yeah. I'm, I'm a little freaked out right now. Like I'm a little exhausted, you know, that that could have been a fun laugh because she was actually totally. very friendly. She was actually very helpful. Yeah. She was smiling. She was, <laughs> I completely, like ignored the verbal cues, the nonverbal cues rather. And I went to my, again, goes goes back to those frames and scripts. But yeah, I could have connected right there and shared a story. you were too caught up in your head about the stuff we've been talking about. And then guys, like that's that's what blocks you off, right? When you're too much in your head instead of being present in the situation. 
Exactly. I mean, that's it. Those are the first four. And then there's one other important thing I think we should just reiterate for our listeners is this idea that, you know, what is happening right now shouldn't be happening. I shouldn't be experiencing it, right? So this is an immediate block. It's kind of like it cuts off that effective filter that we talked about in we've talked about over the last couple of years, Jessica. It actually puts up that brick wall because I'm spending like calories in my brain thinking, what's happening? This shouldn't be happening. I should be better. (laughs) Right. And we talk about this actually a lot of my Buddhist practice. Part of my Buddhist practice is learning how to just kind of be okay with things as they are. Take out that should. Oh, this shouldn't happen. I shouldn't feel this way because that's what actually hinders us. It's not so much what's happening. Yeah, no, exactly. For some reason, for my, like, in, for the past two weeks for me, I, there's been a whole bunch of stuff that I thought shouldn't be happening. It just seems like, just sometimes, guys, the world is off kilter. Yeah. And it's just (laughs) nothing is the script that you expect. But that's, but that's exactly right. It's that, it, it happens all the time. That's life. That's, Mm -hmm. and you can't, you can't force yourself onto life, right? Life is going to go on without you, without what your expectations are. No, no matter what you're thinking, life is going to throw stuff at you that you don't expect. So this, this last step is really important, guys. Just like, the, the sort of entitlement, right? Like I've worked mm-hmm. hard. I've been speaking Spanish for 10 days. I'm a right. leader. Like yeah, I deserve yeah. to control the situation. Right. Like, <laughs> strip <Exactly>. that down. <laughs> Just be like, <laughs> it's all right. You know, this trip has been great. And some t- and nothing can be 100% great. So let's deal with this and move on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And because I wasn't able to do any of those things, I ended up in the hostel. <laughs> we sat down, you know, uh, once we did get back to the hostel, the hotel, we sat down for some dinner and I just broke down and started crying. Oh. And I was just like, I, you know, told my travel partner what, what was going on and how I felt yeah. and all this stuff. But it took me a couple of days to reflect, like, why did that actually happen? And how yeah. could this maybe help our listeners? So, I mean, I think for the takeaway today, Jessica, I mean, I think for our listeners, guys, expect this to happen. You know, totally. expect this to happen. This is the language breakdown. Today, we've shown you what the anatomy is of this language breakdown. And you should predict this for yourself. But it's okay if it happens. It's normal. I think this is another script, right? Yeah. I think you could look at this as a situation that a breakdown situation that will definitely happen. <laughs> definitely. And you know what, guys? It's happened in your first language too because of all of these factors. Yeah. I think every, all these five, fa- everything we're talking about today uh-huh. happens just in life. It's mm-hmm. not just because it's another language, right? Yeah. We're all tired. Unexpected stuff happens. But if you have a script for dealing with the unexpected situation, which is first like check in with yourself Mm -hmm. and then check in with the other person and be honest about what's happening. And then it's okay to start over. (laughs) Yeah, I love that idea. I love that. So today has been a a little bit of a longer episode, but what we wanted to get, you know, get vulnerable with you guys today and show you a real life example. I love it when we get your questions on this show, but when we can share our real experiences, I think it makes it more real for you guys, right? So we are also experiencing these things ourselves, okay, out there in the world. Completely. Yeah. Completely. And I don't think we'd be able to connect with you guys or be effective teachers Mm -hmm. in any sense of the word unless we could be honest and vulnerable because that's empathy. Because then I could look, we could look at students and be like, I've been there. Like, I just (laughs) cried yesterday. It's fine. Let's talk about it and learn. (laughs) Uh, We're both criers. (laughs) I think. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's awesome that's great all right awesome all right guys so let us know come back to allersenglish.com type 921 in the search bar if you are so daring type in and let us know about your language breakdown what happened yeah. what created it when did it happen give us the details we want to hear about your feedback guys and what are you going to do next time to take these steps to be tuned into connection and just build a script for this kind of a breakdown I love it oh that would be fantastic definitely post guys make yourself vulnerable make yourself honest right I think that's yeah. an awesome sort of um, uh, bookend to this episode <laughs> <laughs> alright sounds good well thanks for hanging out with me today Jessica and processing this this has been good I feel like I've been to a therapy session <laughs> oh, okay so you could give you could I'll charge you a thousand dollars for the therapy well, that's expensive <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the price of uh, progress you know price of progress awesome all right cool we are out of here for today we'll see you guys back on this show very soon <laughs> have a good day Lindsay. <laughs> all right bye bye <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.